Welcome to Heather Solves Everything, a how-to-do show where Heather takes credit for making the world a better place by introducing you to people who actually are. I used to think that I was a good person, then I met these folks. Wow. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Heather Solves Everything, a how-to-do show where I take credit for making the world a better place by introducing you to people who actually are. Not all heroes wear capes. Who's our hero today? Homeless residents in our city are in need of basic hygiene items to stay healthy and safe. This is such a simple thing, we can fix it. That sounds like a job for you. Heather, what's the solution? You don't need to worry. My friend Amy Rogers is here. She's the founder of the Backpack Project. She's going to tell us how we can help. Sounds like you've got this under control. We knew we can count on you, Heather. Hey guys, welcome to the very first episode of Heather Solves Everything. I created this show as a way to continue the conversation with people that I meet who are doing really good things for the world that I feel like everybody needs to know about. So over the next 12 episodes, I will introduce you to folks who are solving big problems and share how you can help. Today, I'm talking with Amy Rogers, a really super rad woman who became my friend after I interviewed her for an award she won a few years ago. She's the founder of The Backpack Project, a grassroots program that serves the homeless. And she's pretty much the mom that I want to be when I grow up. She inspires me every single day. But you didn't tune in today to hear me blab on and on, so let's get into it. I have been super excited to um, solve everything, to start solving the world's problems. Believe it or not, guys, this is where it's going to happen. So I thank you for being here today. And I would like to especially thank my friend Amy for being my very first guest. Yay! This is really, really exciting. Yes! When you told me I was your first guest, I was like, oh goodness. (laughs) It's only uphill from here, Heather. (laughs) Well, that's okay because this show is all about problem solving. So if we make mistakes, then that's all right because because we've got what it takes to fix them. I love it. I think yeah. my middle name is Problem Solver anyway. So oh, yeah? I'm not even kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, so guys, I, um, in addition to being um, on um, How to Do Life with Chrissy and Heather, I'm also a health coach. I'm also a freelance writer. And I get to interview all kinds of cool, meaningful people and um, find out all about them and then tell their story to the world. And one of the projects that I get to work on is something here locally in Tallahassee called 25 Women You Need to Know. And um, a few years ago, Amy was um, was named one of 25 Women You Need to Know in Tallahassee. And I got to interview her and find out why. And through the course of that conversation, we became really good friends and found out our kids go to the same school and we know a bunch of the same people and we have a lot of stuff in common. And so now um, I get to share her story with all of you. And that's the story of a of a nonprofit. Is it a nonprofit? I'm not a nonprofit. You're just a community a organization. Commu- yeah, just You're- a community effort of just goodness. And that goodness is called the Backpack Project. Yes, it is. So tell me about the Backpack Project. So the Backpack Project has been around for probably four and a half years now. Um, I got together with a group of moms who decided that we were going to make um, outreach bags. Um, And they were in gallon size Ziploc bags. And we decided that we were going to put items in them that would be helpful to somebody 
immediately. So there was water and some um, snacks, band-aids, tissues, um, Advil. Um, There was socks and other items such as that. So we filled these, and there was more to it than that. But anyway, we filled these gallon-sized bags, and it was about 10 moms, and we each put together about 10 bags. So we had 100 bags when we were done. And then we were just going to keep those bags in our car and pass them out as the need arose. Well, I was out of those bags within two days. Mm. (laughs) I mean, I probably could have given them away that afternoon, but life got in the way. And so it was two days that it took to um, give out those 10 bags. And as I'm handing these bags out, I'm realizing that I'm giving them to people who have no place to put the bag that I'm handing them. Oh, yeah, because you just... So, so these are people who are living on the streets. Literally people who, um, yeah, there was actually a man in the park that day when we were putting together packs and you could clearly tell that he was living in homelessness um, or was in need um, in, in, a, in a good way, uh, or in, in a big way, he was in need. And so I gave him the first bag mm-hmm. and he literally didn't have anywhere to put it. And if you notice a lot of people, at least four and a half years ago in Tallahassee, I would notice a lot of people that were just carrying um, Publix plastic bags right. or plastic bags from shopping centers or stores, um, and they would have all of their items in them. And so I would hand the somebody quote, bag lady. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so handing somebody a Ziploc bag full of items to then kind of burden somebody with because like they don't one more have thing to carry exactly. And then it's not safe because you're carrying your plastic bags; they're not on your back. Um, you've got them next to your body and somebody could easily come and take your stuff. Mm. Um, So as soon as I handed out those packs, I started immediately thinking outside the box and was actually thinking what would be helpful to me. I mean, I, I, I don't know if that sounds selfish or what, but I thought, well, you know, what would I need if I was in this person's situation? And so number one was a backpack. And that was for me to be able to put that item in that somebody gave me. Um, but I wanted to make sure well, this all happened organically, kind mm-hmm. of like the way that your show is just going to kind of, you know, <laughs> meld into exactly what you have envisioned for it. And then probably even more. Um, so I start thinking outside the box and I'm like, well, I think I would like a backpack. I would like to be able to have something to put my items in that could be on my back and I would be safe. Um and then as soon as that happened, I was like, well, now I've got a backpack um, that could actually carry more items. Mm-hmm. What so else can I put in here? What else can we put in here? So because I'm big on social media, um, and when I say big on social media, I loved, I just love to be on Facebook. I love to keep up with people. I like to use it as um, a, kind of like a, a baby book in a way and go back and look at my memories. And so I use social media in the same way. I've always been really vocal, so it's easy for me to tell somebody about something that I like or um, ask for assistance in it. So I asked for people to donate backpacks. And the backpack slowly started coming in. Um, but then I realized that what I wanted was new backpacks. I didn't want used backpacks. So I went to Amazon and uh, found a backpack that I felt was big enough for the job and was also reasonably priced that somebody would not be like, oh, my gosh, I'm not going to go and buy that. That right. they could come up with $12 to purchase a backpack for me to then fill. Um, so that happened. So you were just getting the backpacks and then you were 
accumulating the other items to put inside of them. Yes. And so what I was doing was as I was figuring out what needed to go in the backpacks, then I would go to social media and I would say, hey, does anybody have, um, would anybody like to buy a pack of men's socks? Okay. And then donate them to me. And, you know, you get a pack of men's socks. There's like 10 pairs. So I was able to put a pack of or a pair of socks in 10 backpacks. And then it was dental kits. Okay. Um, So everything kind of started um, really coming together in in that way as far as me being able to ask for things. And it didn't start out this way, but now I've got this backpack. So because I'm not a nonprofit and I wanted to make sure that people saw their items being used, I thought, how can I brand this project? And right before, while all of this is happening, I ended up winning $1,000 from a group here in town called Awesome Tallahassee. Mm -hmm. And I went and did a presentation. I told them what I was doing in the community. And I ended up getting $1,000 from this group, which was amazing. And so I wanted to figure out how I could best use that money Mm -hmm. and show people that what they were giving me was actually being used. Right. So at first I was thinking that I would buy patches and then iron them on. And at this time, I had finally figured out the name, The Backpack Project. (laughs) Um, So I was going to get Backpack Project patches and put them on backpacks that Mm -hmm. I found. Well, that seemed to be kind of a waste of money in my mind. So then I thought, well, what can I do that would still let people know that that was the backpack that they helped purchase? So when I went to Amazon, I decided on a particular backpack. And then those backpack come those backpacks come in a variety of colors. So then I needed to figure out how I would know if I was pulling a men's backpack out of my trunk mm-hmm. or if I was pulling a women's backpack out of my trunk because naturally they have different items in them um, from clothing to feminine hygiene products to jewelry and items that would make um, a gal feel good. Um, and there are items for men as well, but the, I'm just letting you know the, that there are different things in those packs. So I thought, well, I'll just end up telling people to buy black or navy blue backpacks for men and then any other color backpack for a woman. So then when I have drives and um, or when we have events where people help me put together backpacks, then we can be really specific and um, thoughtful in what we're putting in each backpack. So then I was able to save that money. And then I turned around and used the money to buy T-shirts. Okay. So those T-shirts had our logo that my sister had lovingly drawn, this cool backpack. Mm -hmm. And it was um, a sketched backpack, and I loved it because it was just kind of, um, it was... it wasn't formal looking. It w- this backpack project was so organic and full of love that she made this great little sketchy backpack. And that was what I decided for our logo. Okay. So I went and had um, t-shirts made. Uh-huh. And then I allowed people to sponsor a t-shirt. Okay. To go into a backpack. And how um, how would you sponsor a t-shirt? Would you just just supply money for it? So basically what I did, because I'm not a nonprofit and I wanted to make sure that at my... My integrity is most important, My um, just me in life. Um, and so I, I still didn't want to do, um, I don't want to be a nonprofit at this point in my life because I need this to work um, in a way that fits into our life right now. Mm-hmm. And if I had the um, 
the responsibilities of a board and all that, it would make this different. And it would feel different to me. It would become a job. It would become a job. And this isn't about being a job. It's not about raising money for this. It's really just about filling a need and people donating those items. So you um, you asked me, um, oh, how could you sponsor a T-shirt? Mm-hmm. So I would just put out on social media, do you want to sponsor a t-shirt to uh-huh. go in a backpack? They're $10 and people would PayPal me the $10 and then I would get that PayPal PayPal money and just put, now I'm putting a t-shirt into a backpack. Gotcha. So I'm actually now able to use the funds that I got, but not completely... Um, Empty the bank account. Exactly. So, and I was trying to figure out ways that it would be helpful. So people were able to either purchase a, um, you could have purchased um, a t-shirt to sponsor and wear around town, Mm. or you could sponsor, you could buy a t-shirt, you could sponsor one that went in a backpack. So, um, so there would be times when I would be driving around town and I would see somebody um, with one of the t-shirts on and I thought that's just like the, that's great. I love that. It's really, it was really, it was neat how all of this kind of was coming together. How many backpacks do you think you've distributed since you started the backpack project? You know, it's kind of hard for me to answer because I didn't have there there isn't um a way that I I haven't made a checklist like, yeah. you know, as I've gone, but I've been able to um kind of figure out that I'm giving probably somewhere between I would say between 50 to 100 backpacks per quarter. So okay. I have been able to, we work out of the house, we work out of our very small garage, so I've had to be very specific on what I'm able to take in and what I'm able to do. And so um, in those quarters, I have given out somewhere between 50 and 100 backpacks. So I'm, so I would say between two and 400 backpacks a year, but to be, um, let's, let's, let's not be so extreme. So maybe 300 a year. Okay. Something like that. So what goes into a backpack? Um, uh, So in all of the backpacks, there is a dental kit, which includes toothbrush, toothpaste, mouthwash, dental floss. Are you picky about what those items are? Or for example, if I go to the dentist and I and they give me my little bag that has the toothpaste and the toothbrush and the dental floss, can I just save that and give it to you? Yes, it's perfect because it's all brand new and nice and lovely. And um, yes, so I do take items like that. Um, I people I've had people do drives of just toothpaste for me when I've been low on toothpaste. Um, so not if I'm low on, let's say I'm low on dental floss, I'm still going to put a dental kit in there minus the dental floss. Mm-hmm. So everybody is definitely going to get a toothbrush and everybody is definitely going to get toothpaste. The mouthwash and the dental floss, that's extra um, as far as um, if I have it, I'm going to put them in there. Right. Um, and then, OK, so there's the dental kit and then there's a first aid kit. So I was thinking, how could somebody um, immediately address a scratch or a scrape? So it was an it's an alcohol prep pad. Um, some Neosporin and some Band-Aids. Okay. Then I suffer, <laughs> I have headaches a lot. Mm-hmm. So I would want Advil right. in my little, fa- I mean, can you, I can't even imagine the things that, I mean, I literally on a daily basis, I'm like, how would you even do this living on the street? You just, and there's multiple things throughout the day where I'm just like, it would, you just, you couldn't. For me, it would be chapstick. It's right. I mean, I need my chapstick. Yes. And so that would be a winter. So people have donated me chapsticks for, you know, winter packs and stuff like that. So 
um, each of the, it's been kind of cool too, is being able to, um, doing the drive seasonally, then I'm able to get items that were perfect for the season. So right. for the summer, tarps for people to cover their items um, when it's pouring down rain, mosquito spray, sunscreen, and um, there's a lot of people who live in the surrounding um, area in the woods. And so um, bug and ant spray, things of that nature. I have a question for you that I did not tell you I was going to ask because I just thought of it. But I so I hope that this is the okay question for me to ask. I wonder if I was like a devil's advocate kind of you know thinking of like homelessness and the um, challenges that that come from homelessness in any community. And I wonder, has anybody ever said you're making your you're um, facilitating homelessness by helping people be able to live on the streets and we want people in houses. Has anybody ever said that to you? No, but I'm sure that they think that in some way. But I, um, to put it uh, bluntly, I, I just really honestly don't care <laughs> <laughs> is really how I look at that. Well, that's where they are. And I, what I really liked <clears throat> about your backpacks is that you said they are they are designed to meet an immediate need. An immediate need. There are other people working in different areas of housing and affordable housing and getting people into housing. But you're going to where people are right now in the circumstances they're in right now. Absolutely. And so there isn't any, I don't have like a checklist where I would be like, well, I'm not going to give him something because he apparently is an alcoholic. Well, yeah, that's a large number of people living on our street. And so I wouldn't all of a sudden be not giving somebody a dollar or two because I assume he's going to go and buy something, um, a beer. You know, there's nothing, you know, he already has his set of problems and I'm only trying to let him know that somebody sees him mm-hmm. honestly yeah. and i don't i don't know and no one else would know what he's going to actually spend that money on um so mm-hmm. um i just come at it from a very um non-judgmental place and also a place of um I really don't think that anybody who is panhandling is able to make a nice um, big figure income to now go live in a home. Obviously, if you are panhandling, you are in a bad spot in your life somehow, whether it is mentally, whether it is because of a substance abuse problem, because you don't care, whatever it is, you still are human and you deserve to be noticed and to be cared for. Mm -hmm. So with all that being said, what I really want people, what I really want from people who don't necessarily want to be um, helpful to my project to really get educated on who actually is homeless in America so that when you start having those negative thoughts about what I'm doing or what somebody on the corner is doing, that you're really checking yourself and realizing that um, people are in this position because of uh, probably just years and years of stuff. This isn't, you know, no one grows up saying, I want to be a, uh, I want to panhandle. That's like going to be my career. <laughs> you know, I do. I mean, I've yeah. never, that hasn't ever um, I have met people who want to live in the woods, who want to be homeless, um, who are okay with um, not being a, in quotation marks, normal um, uh, 
person in society. That's okay. You still need to be cared for. And the types of things that you are providing to people are personal hygiene and safety items that are helping to keep them safe and healthy. Yes, exactly. And I started, I will say that I have kind of moved away from putting food items in the backpacks Mm -hmm. because there are places that people can get snacks and food on a regular basis. And I would prefer... I mean, who am I? But I would prefer somebody know about where they can go get a complete full meal than expecting my granola bar and my backpack to help them. Like, I want you to know where you can go get your snacks. I want you to know where you can go get your meal, um, those kind of things. So, um, and I didn't want to weigh people down. Right. You know, waters in the um, water bottles in the summertime are great in the backpacks, but they do make things heavy. So that's not always something I put in there. But the things that are always in the backpacks are socks, underwear, a T-shirt. Um, and then according to, you know, if it's winter, then it's going to be warm wool socks. It's going to be a long sleeve shirt and then hoodies. Right. Um, when other winter items would be things like hand warmers to go inside the gloves that mm-hmm. we um, get donated. Um, hats. Some of the other items that are in all of the backpacks is um, a big bar of soap and a washcloth, um, a small bar of soap, those like little toiletries, because people always donate those little toiletries. Like hotel soap? Hotel, yes, hotel soaps. And that's one of the way people actually help me um, with the project is I've had people come and pick up the toiletries from me and then take them home and then as a family make them into the little packs oh okay. so a family could go home with all of the little items and then turn them into these little packs for me bring them back to me and then i put them in the backpacks and then distribute them that way do you know of anybody doing something similar in another community um I don't, but I have had people ask me how they can start it in their community. What's your answer to that? Because I'm hopeful that people listening to this show are asking themselves either, how can I help? How can I get donations to Amy? How can I, you know, what, where can I order the backpack? And just so y'all know, I'll put the Amazon link in the show notes and online so that y'all can order a backpack. And then how can I do this in my town? It's really easy. I mean, you don't even have to have a backpack. If, if you want to be the person in town who rides around with gloves in their car and hats and hand warmers in the wintertime, it doesn't require um, a backpack and all of this. However, I mean, it, if somebody wanted to do it, it really would be the way that I've just described. You're really reaching out to your social network and asking for help. And that's been the most amazing thing about this was that it turned into a community effort, that this wasn't just myself and my family putting backpacks together. Now people are wanting to see this project um, move forward and just continue. And so um, just by you doing this and me being here, it inspires me to continue forward with the project because I can get lost in all of life's stuff going on and raising two small boys. Um and, you know, wanting to spend a lot of time with them. But this is just really, it's just really been awesome. So another way that somebody can help. Um, I thought this was really cool. I put out word for umbrellas and ponchos. And so those umbrellas and ponchos go into my backpacks. But they also sit in the car seat next to me. And let's say it's going to storm in Florida, which we all know it's going to. We know what days. <laughs> I'll see people on the corner. Maybe they already have a backpack and don't need that. But, hey, do you want a poncho 
or a brand new umbrella because you can even buy you can buy anything in bulk nowadays on Amazon. Mm-hmm. I have people send me bulk packages of umbrellas and there's like 12 umbrellas. Anyway, and then you hand somebody an umbrella and they're mind blown that you just handed them a, an like something as simple as an umbrella. They're like, are you really giving me an umbrella? Like, uh-huh, I am. <laughs> um, so even if you don't want to do something big, it can be items that would be helpful for somebody in your community during that time of the year. So think about your community and, you know, what your geography is like, what your weather is like, what the needs are, um, you know, here in Florida, bugs and sun yep. <laughs> and rain. Yep. And then one thing that I learned um You know, when I pass out backpacks, I always ask everybody's name. And I ran into a man who told me his name was Elvis, but I actually think his name was James. Um, (laughs) He he and another group of men, I believe, live around the Frenchtown area. And they mentioned that they needed sheets in their backpacks. And so I put out word on social media for people to start donating me sheets. And then I come to find out. Um, that it was really helpful for not only people who are living on the street to have a sheet to lay down on the ground to be clean, um, but people who were staying at the Kearney Center, the local mm. um, shelter here in town, they could actually take a blanket or a sheet of their own and know that they were laying on something that was clean. It's kind of one of those creature comforts that, yeah. that you know you don't you take for granted when you're at your house. Like I know that at my house I have a blanket that I like to snuggle up with when I'm watching TV and that's just kind of like my cozy thing and it's you want that same feeling wherever you are and as a um, as somebody who gets into the the psychology of of behavior like I do I can't help but assume that if somebody has something that is a creature comfort whether it's a sheet whether it's a a handmade towel whether it's a piece of jewelry something that makes them feel good that the residual effects of those good feelings are just going to help contribute to their mental well-being their emotional well-being make it easier for them to be optimistic about you know whatever types of solutions they're trying to bring about and if something as easy as a clean sheet that they bring with them so that they feel more human yeah then i mean i just feel like that's so much more than something to lay on and so with that being said there's something that is important to me and even if you can't give out a backpack or an umbrella that just making eye contact with somebody saying hi or um i hope that you have a good day or i'm sorry i can't help you right this second i'm not in a spot to be able to do that but I see you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that goes a long way um, with somebody as well. So even if I wasn't handing out an item, that just allowing somebody to be seen is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's something that's really you know come out of this project as well. I don't know that everybody wants to be um, involved in what I'm doing, but I do believe that there are people who are more open to the people that they see on the street than maybe they were before. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that is really important. Well, I'm going to put a link to Amy's Facebook page. And when you see the picture um, of her, of the Backpack Projects page, you'll see two adorable little faces um, leaning over the back seat of the car with a 
bunch of backpacks. Yep. And I know that those two sweet little boys are a big part of the inspiration that you have for continuing this. Tell me about their involvement with all of this. So they've been with me. I mean, my oldest, Cash, is nine and a half, and my youngest is six, six and a half. And they have been with it for the past four and a half years, helping me in whatever capacity they could for the age that they are. Um, so they help put packs together. Um, my nine and a half year old will oftentimes jump over the back seat of the car to grab a backpack for me to hand out if I don't have one in the front with me. Um, they have um, helped me in absolutely every capacity and they are the inspiration. Aside from all of the people that we are helping, my boys are an inspiration to me to continue this project because I really, um, I just really want them to grow up knowing that they um, they could change the world if they want to. Mm-hmm. And it just starts with kindness and, um, yeah, and so I just, I just want my boys to, they're growing up in such a great way that I want them to spread that out into the world. And so if they want to continue this, that's great. Or if they take something little from this and do their own thing. I think it takes a little bit more than kindness. I think that it takes also willingness to be the one who started. And that's what you have. You know, you saw a need and, you know, you you saw an opportunity and a way that you could help. And so the kindness and generosity and compassion that you have for other people, um, you know, combined with, you know, your willingness to actually do it. I mean, so many of us look and see problems that have solutions that we're not willing to stand up and take ownership of. And I just really admire the fact that you did and continue to. And Thank you're you. such a huge inspiration to me. And I, I'm really glad that I know you. Thank you. I'm so glad to know you, too. You're a big inspiration as well. Well, I am um, going to put all of the information about how you can contact Amy, um, how you can get involved with the Backpack Project, and then um, hopefully um, be able to inspire you to send her some items, create an initiative in your own town, um, look for opportunities where you might see um, a need, and then have the bravery and have the willingness to take the next step of action. And uh, whether it's contributing to an existing project or starting something new, um, to just go out there and not be afraid to solve everything. I think that, I think we, like I said, I think that we can make big changes in the world if we just put our mind to it and do it. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me. This is really great. Until next time, guys, I look forward to talking to you soon. Bye-bye. Status confirmed. This problem is solved. Well, that's it for this week, guys. We did it. We solved another problem with a little help from our friends. You can be a superhero, too. Check us out online. That's where all the information is about how you can jump in and start solving everything. Heather solves everything with a little help from Everyday Heroes.